Hey everyone, Christy McClellan here, and I want to invite you to a brand new event from Lifeway Women called Feast. At this event, you'll be invited to feast on God's Word by studying the Bible in its historical, cultural context. We're going to get to know the Bible in its world, in its native habitat, text, and context. You'll experience teaching, worship led by my 25-year friend, Laura Cooksey, and fellowship with other women around the world. Come and learn with me that the living God is better than we ever knew. Visit LifeWay.com slash Feast to learn more. This is the Marked Podcast from LifeWay Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how he has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you joined us today. Welcome to another episode of the Marked Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us. Hello. Um, Elizabeth and I actually got to go to um, Life for Women Live this summer and um, and spend the weekend there with a ton of y'all who came. Um, yes. and, and one of the fun things is that we got to record live episodes on the podcast. It was so much fun. Yes. And so we were on the concourse and got to just interview a bunch of our platform speakers who included Bible study authors, some mm-hmm. of our ministry partners, and just a bunch of people that we love a ton and people that we were just excited to get to know a little bit better. Yes. It was so great to talk to all of them. And it was great to see some of y'all in, in in the yep. live studio audience, I, I guess you could say. Um, so just know that this audio will be a little bit different because it was recorded live. And so we have just some buzz of the room and some crowd noises. So it will be a little bit different. You may have to adjust your volume button a tad, but we just wanted y'all to be able to experience it like we did. Yes. And so every single um, person that we talked to, we asked the same three questions. Mm-hmm. And so you'll hear those throughout these bonus episodes. Uh, but hope that you enjoy just kind of a deeper look into um, into their lives and kind of where they are uh, ministry-wise. And, um, and we hope that you enjoy these episodes. Ooh, oh, can y'all hear, hear us out there? I feel very yeah. Oh, this is fun. Okay. Okay. Right, We've girls. never done a live podcast like this before. Yeah. This is like awesome. You're the very first one. Am I? You are. The yeah. first live at an event. First live at an event podcast. With yeah. Mandisa in the With background. Mandisa in on. the background. Let's start <laughs> yes, dancing. I know. <laughs> We're having such an awesome time. Here at Lifeway Women Live, and we are so glad that y'all are here with us and yes. with Chris Kane. Um, and so we just have a handful of questions we want to ask you tonight. I love I'll let that. Elizabeth kick it off. Okay. So we're kind of sticking with the theme of the Court of Three Strands. Yes. So we're first going to ask about your relationship with Christ. So how has your relationship with Christ been a sure foundation in your life? And then how does it affect your everyday now? Like You know, um, when I really started walking with Jesus at 22, it literally rocked my world. So when you say, how is it a sure foundation? <laughs> Jesus is every part of it. He is right. the foundation, the base. And when I got saved, I got saved. Mm-hmm. And so it, my life did a real radical 180. And so, you know, I, I came from a very broken past girls. I had experienced sexual abuse for 12 years and was left in a hospital unnamed and unwanted when I was born. So there was a lot of abandonment issues, a lot of rejection, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of condemnation. 
And truly, when I look at my life today, by God's grace, you know, married to Nick, a 17-year-old daughter, a 13-year-old daughter, and the opportunity to help inspire women around the world, um, I think you could see that where I had a foundation of shame and guilt and condemnation and unforgiveness and brokenness, it's been replaced with one of faith and hope. Right. And yeah. So everything got radically changed in my life. I love that. So yeah. good. And so tell us about a relationship with another person, with somebody else that has marked you in your walk with Christ. You know, I'd say one of the main ones, uh, my husband, Nick, um, who is the single most ravishing piece of masculine flesh on Canada. <laughs> and um, we've been married for 23 years and truly, uh, he's just such an incredible man of God. And so it, 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 for us, um, it has just been amazing. I always say that um, God used Nick to love me to wholeness in so many ways. And so he's got such a strong relationship with God and he's a wonderful father. So it really kind of has helped me to grow. Now, someone that who our marked podcast listeners would know uh, who has been greatly influential in my life is my best friend on the planet, Lisa Harper. And oh, so, yeah. you know, we've been friends for a long, long time and uh, we're kind of like Laurel and Hardy. And we are like, <laughs> she's a, but y'all don't just, have any fun when you're together. No, 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 at no. all. And so, but you know, there's nobody that I talk more in depth about the things of God with. I mean, we are just as much, I mean, we're discussing Jesus and scripture and then Lisa, of course, will throw Spanx in as well and everything else. But to have such a dear friend, but who I also respect so much in the things yeah. of God and in the scripture, it's a rare gift. And so she would be, you know, if I'm not talking something through with Nick, I'm talking it through with Lisa. I laugh. Like, but that very, very influential in my life. I love that. I love that. And that's so important, I think, to have, like, not only a husband or a spouse, but also a, a oh, yeah. friend that you can just yeah. talk through all definitely, those things Definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Uh, and they're just those ones that can, that are like-minded, that build us up, that we can laugh with, that we can have a good time with, but that are, that are going to sharpen us and make oh. us more like Christ in everything yeah. we do. Absolutely. And to me, I wouldn't make it without really close friends, you know. Um, I've got a handful, and even Lisa and I, we've got a, a handful, there's five or six of us in a group that truly are there for one another i mean i mean we've seen the good the bad the ugly yeah. and um oftentimes people will see maybe some of us that that teach the word and think well you know they've got everything together but let me assure you we have the same challenges as everybody else yeah. right. um, and so to have a sister truly that you love i've got to be able to laugh with my friends so laughter is a high value yeah. so yes mm -hmm. needs a lot of spirituality but I've got to be able to pee my pants with someone, like, you know, just where, and Lisa Harper, as you know, is yeah. a very, makes us all laugh all the time. But I, I want to enjoy them, but also feel comfortable enough to go, you know what, um, I need to be very real. And, and, and I think that I've been serving the Lord for 30 years, um, and what a, a huge part of what has kept me is the ability to be totally transparent and authentic with a few very close friends around yeah. me. I think everyone needs it. Yeah, Absolutely. I love that. So our last question is, and I was really excited to ask you this question because I feel like you'll have a great answer, is how do you take your faith out into the culture today? And what words of encouragement do you have for women as they go out into the world after an event like this? You know, um, I love that question because tonight <laughs> I especially spoke a lot about um, faith and going into um, right. a culture that is not necessarily always embracive of Christianity, especially today in, in so much of the world. But I think what we need to do 
is, of course, go out full of the love of God. Uh, go out, and I don't say this lightly, like there's just so much chaos and divisiveness in the world. It's very, very dark. There's, uh, but I think this is a time where Christians more than ever ought to display the fruit of the Spirit of God on the inside of us. Love. I mean, this is not just for flannel boards on, uh, you know, in kids' church. This is like I'm pulling it out of kids' church into big church and going, hey, girls, um, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, long-suffering, self-control. Um, this is a day where those fruits of the Spirit actually make us shine in a very dark world, yeah, in a yeah. world that is out of control. To be able to show self-control is just something crazy right. in a world that is very unkind, very yeah. mean. <laughs> to show kindness in the midst of that, in a, to show peace where there is so much anxiety and so much stress and so much chaos and divisiveness. To actually display peace, I think, is a great testimony in our day. People oh, are like, for sure. you know, people have said to me, like, Chris, what are you smoking? I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you about the God that gives me this supernatural oh, yeah. peace. You know, right. with Nick, we helped, we run A21 campaigns, so we helped to rescue the victims of human trafficking. And people are wondering how, you know, with all the travel that we do, all the offices that we have, all the extremely stressful cases that we deal with, um, how I'm still full of, by God's grace, loves God's joy and peace. And um, I can't tell you, even in the secular space, speaking with government officials and law enforcement, they've asked us, how have you guys kept going for 11 years? How come you're still so happy? How come you're... So it is amazing how basic fruit of the Holy Spirit opens doors to talk yeah. about Jesus Amen. in a world that otherwise would be very close to it. This is not a day where you can't be practicing what you preach. You right. have got to definitely be living and walking the walk before you start talking the talk because nobody is going to be listening to our talk if we're not walking the walk. So yeah. I think um, the day where you could kind of be one person at church and another person at home, all that is, is yeah. gone. You know, mm -hmm. it's like people want to see consistency, transparency, authenticity, and I think they want to see a faith that works. And yeah. so... Tonight, you know, I talked a lot about that, that we want to put our faith to work. And it's yeah. like, um, let's live lives, not perfect lives, but right. faith-filled lives. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. And you know what? It puts the spark back in our own life when you go, hang on a minute. God is who he says he yeah. is. God can do what he says he can do. And heck, you know what? I might see some of the promises of God outworked on the other side of glory, but I'm going to live every day as if this Bible is true, yeah. this God is alive, and I'm going to take risks of faith. And I'm telling you, it makes people stop and go, who are you? Oh, yeah. And what is going on? And, yeah, and I'd rather, yeah. I'm like 53 years old and I'm loving it, man. <laughs> um, I, you know, people go, 30 years later, no, I'm not cynical and I'm not um, just kind of dry and this is, I, I love Jesus more than ever. I'm full of faith more than ever. I, I want to be like super granny for Jesus. I want a <laughs> glint in my eye, uh -huh. a spring in my step and where people are like, I want some of what she's having. That's yeah, what right. I want. Yeah, I love that. And I think that goes along with what you're talking about with your friends laughing and yeah, how important yeah. that is because that is joy. Like, totally. You know, and that's such a such a different thing. When the cynicism of our world today and yeah. our culture today, I feel like just the joy and the peace, like you were saying, yeah. stands out so strong. In the, oh, very in much so. And oh, I yeah. think as... As Christians, you know, we go, I'm full of the joy of the Lord, but we look like we've been sucking lemons. Yes. I'm like, could you remind your face that you're happy? Like, you know, do something. <laughs> yes. And I, I think I'm not talking about fake, a, a fake front, but I'm saying digging deep both into the Word and, and, and asking the Holy Spirit, hey, fill me afresh, fill me full oh, yeah. of your joy. And I, I think um, 
when we can get to a place where our joy is not determined by our circumstances, because every day we've all got stresses, we've all got problems, we've all got challenges. Right. So no one is saying that we don't have real life right. and real challenges. But I am saying there's a joy that transcends that. And if you can show that to a lost and a broken world, I, fi I, will, I find that they're way more interested in finding oh, yeah. out more about our Jesus. Right. Sure. And especially when that joy is unexplainable and, and it just, it's one of those things that does not make sense on the surface that in pain and in sorrow that we would find joy in Christ because of who he is. And that's when, that's another one of those head turning moments when people are like, who are you? What's different? Like, why are you like, Things, you should not be feeling this way right now, but right. And, and Christ is the answer. Jesus Absolutely. The answer, so. Always, and our world is looking for hope. Yeah. So I think joy mm -hmm. and hope, it, th this world is very hopeless. Right. And so I think we, we ought to not, you know, Scripture tells us we ought to not be like those that have no hope. So yeah. even in our most, you know, I was diagnosed a few years ago with um, thyroid cancer. And I remember even in the midst of that, God really gave me the strength I said to uh, even people that I was speaking to, I said, look, I'm going to be healed one of three ways. Either God is going to supernaturally heal me right now, which I, I wanted to happen, didn't happen, but I wanted that and I was <laughs> believing for it. Yeah. I said, or He's going to heal me through medicine, which, you know, that happened in my case. I had surgery and, and by God's grace, I, I'm cancer free. I said, or He's going to take me home and I'm going to be healed there. Yeah. So therefore, because of my eternal perspective, I can't lose for winning, whichever way it right, happens. Yeah. And I mean, my doctor, I remember, just looked at me like, are you smoking something? Like, what yeah. is going on? Yeah. And it was just this sense of going, no matter how bleak my circumstances here on earth may seem, I do have an eternal joy. Yeah. I have right. an eternal hope. And I think we must never lose sight of our eternal hope that can make even the most bleak of temporal circumstances. Mm -hmm. It just puts it in perspective. It goes, oh, yeah. I'm not saying all of life is always great. It's not, not for right. me, not for you, not for anybody. But I do have an eternal hope. Yeah. And that must set Christians apart in yeah. this world in which right. we live. Yeah. And that, that just, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but Lamentations 3, where it says, like he's going through this list of things that are wrong with his life. And then he says, but therefore I have hope yeah. because great is your faithfulness. And so I just, like, I'm always reminded of that. And yeah. I feel like that is the thing that people look at us and they're like, this doesn't make sense. Like you were saying, yeah. Mary Margaret, this doesn't make sense for you to have hope, for you to have joy in this occasion. And so it's such a great like conversation starter, if nothing yeah. else, because they are attracted to that. They're like, I want that. So. Okay, before we let you go, okay. tell us a little bit about 2020. You have a brand new Bible okay. study. We want to hear from you about it for just a minute. I am fired up. And so it's 2020. People go, is that about the year 2020 or not? <laughs> yeah. Um, seen, chosen, sent. You know, when, when we um, have 2020 vision, it right. means that we've got full vision. It's my heart to really empower women in the body to see, to understand first and foremost that God sees them. Because so often I think we feel unseen by right. God. If we understand that God sees us, and because of being seen by God, we're chosen by Him and then sent out into a world yeah. to see others and help them see that they've right. been chosen by God. And so for me, it's seen, chosen, sent, 2020 vision. I want us to know that God sees us, yeah. God hears us, God knows us, but it doesn't just end there. He also chooses us yeah. to send us into our sphere of influence. So whether you're a stay-at-home mother, homeschooling 10 kids, you're a single 
uh, executive or whether, you know, you work in a corporation or yeah. you're an entrepreneur or you're at school or college, that whatever your realm of influence is, God has sent you into that sphere yeah. uh, to be his ambassador. Mm -hmm. And I think... Um, you know, God gave me a, a great way to write this, that every woman will understand that it's our responsibility to make Jesus' last commandment our first priority. Mm, so he that. has said, go into all the world and make disciples. And that can freak a lot of us out. We think, yeah. I'm not Billy Graham. And I'm going, <laughs> exactly. Because he's in glory right now, so we need you. Wherever you are in your world to be activated, mm -hmm. to be salt and light in your yeah. world and to understand your mission uh, there's a purpose we're on this earth. There's a reason Jesus hasn't come back yet. And I'm hoping that this Bible study is going to activate every woman to go, wow, I'm seen, I'm chosen, and I'm sent, and I can be salt and light in the world around me. And, um, and I, I pray that the stories that God's given me, the scriptures um, to put in there are going to mobilize and activate every woman, whatever season of life she's in, where, wherever she's located geographically, that she can see right where, she doesn't have to go to Siberia to be a missionary, yeah. right. right where she is. Mm -hmm. God has equipped her to make a difference in her world. Amen. We yeah. love it. We can't wait um, for so many of you to dig in to mm -hmm. 2020, the Bible study. Um, Chris, thank you for being here with us yes. tonight. I'm loving so. this, man. I'm, I'm part of the Lifeway family. I'm your crazy Aussie aunt. I love because it. everybody love it. needs an Aussie aunt. And so well, that's for me. sure. Yes. <laughs> and now we have one. Yeah, one. <laughs> you are ours. Well, thank you for being on tonight. We're so excited just about what God is doing in and through you and can't wait to see what else he has in store. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We just love getting to talk to Chris at Lifeway Women Live, mm -hmm. and we just hope you enjoyed that conversation. It may have been hard to hear at times because we had a concert going on in Mandisa, the background. yes. But uh, it was such a good conversation, mm -hmm. and we hope you enjoyed it. Um, we wanted to let you know that if you want to hear more from Chris, there she has a new Bible study out called 2020, mm -hmm. and we're actually going to do an online Bible study for this Bible study. And so... Mm -hmm. You just, it starts on September 26th and registration is open now. So you can go sign up and you can go to lifewaywomen.com slash OBS for online Bible study. Perfect. And um, you can sign up right now. And that means that you'll get the videos teaching sessions for free for a limited time. And so you just need to grab a Bible study book. You can get that at lifeway.com slash 2020 study. So that's 2020 study. And um, you can grab a Bible study book and join us. Yeah. And Chris is one of those, like, she is super passionate, super mm -hmm. driven. And just, I don't know that I've ever been around anybody that has as much energy as she does. I know. Because she had just gotten off a plane, like, coming from back from Australia. Australia when we interviewed her. And she was way more awake than we were <laughs> yes. at that point. And so she, um, I think you'll really enjoy hearing her. We also um, have done an episode with her that's a full episode mm -hmm. um, back a while back now. But if you want to hear a little bit more about her story, um, you may can just go on back and listen to that episode. But thanks for listening to today's episode with Christine Kane. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Margaret C and at ED Hyman. Use the hashtag marked podcast to connect with us. You can also find Life by Women on all social media channels at Life by Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at lifebywomen.com forward slash podcast. And if you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the show. We will see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. 
For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for Teen Girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.